Celebration. It is episode 95 of De Anime, De Double Play. Thomas is here. Mary is here. We are happy to be here, and we are happy that you are here, too. Thomas, tell us about yourself. Me? Well, <clears throat> I can 100% confirm that I have three cookies in front of me, and there will be zero cookies in front of me by the end of this podcast. What kind of cookies? They are chocolate chunk cookies that um, someone brought to class that I took home. Oh, that was nice of them. Yeah, my class, every week, two people bring in food for that class. And so this person brought cookies as well. Is this the Arthurian literature class? No, this is the other one. This is my class on globalization. Oh, okay, that sounds cool. Yeah, the discussions actually are kind of interesting. Not anime-related at all. I brought up League of Legends one day, and that's about the amount of nerd stuff we've spoken about. And one girl knows Korean, so she's probably watched Korean soap operas. Okay, that's fair. Fair assumption. Yeah. Ugh. My tummy hurts. I ate too much dinner. Oh, my but God. But it was so good. I haven't seen a Korean soap opera in a while, but um, there's a Chinese anime I want to watch, but I can't find a place to watch it legally. What's it um, called? What's I the ju- name? I just had it up on Mal. One second. Let me get it back up. It's like Mao something. It, give me two seconds. M-A-O. While you look it up, I'm going to half rant about how... All these iPhones, when you can like messages on iPhone, I guess, but I have Android, so you can't like messages. So I just get a text saying that so-and-so liked your message, and I'm always confused. I'm like, what do you mean? How? And then I remember, oh, they have iPhone. And people do it all the time. There are literally kids on the team that when I'm texting some people about doing stuff, they're like, oh, we are going to name the text group, but you don't have an iPhone, so we can't name it. <laughs> when I can name text groups on Android, even if they're iPhone or Android. Yeah, they need to definitely up their um, their cross-compatibility a bit. I don't no. think they will. I think that's their thing, though, that people want to have an iPhone, so they ha- they're in like that community. That's like their selling point. I've really spoken to people who say they don't want to get Android because they want a blue text. Mo Dao Zushi is the name of the Chinese anime I want to watch. It looks really good, but there's no places to watch it legally, so I need to figure something out. That makes sense. That's my um, input into your globalization conversation. So, I'll tell them. Everyone, watch Chinese yeah, right. anime. Chinese anime. What does this have to do with globalization? Well, because you were talking about Korean dramas, so I was like, Chinese anime. Exactly. Um, but for anyone who needs a good um, K-drama recommendation, City Hunter, I watched in high school. 
Phenomenal. Oh, I remember when you watched that. Sarah watched it, fell in love with it, forced me to watch it, like sat down with me and watched every episode with me. And I was hooked on episode like five or six, but she was like, no, you must watch it. So we basically watched it together. Um, it was Shoujo Trash. It was amazing. Shoujo Trash. That, Spe- was my, that was my day today with Shoujo Trash. I was going to say, speaking of Shoujo Trash, tell me more. I watched... 11 episodes of Taicho Wa Made Some in the last like 72 hours. How good is it? I mean, if it, it's the best thing I've ever watched. There you go. Good answer. <laughs> good answer. But it, seriously, it's all right. I mean, you know where it's going, there's no surprise. When did it come out? I want. I'm trying to remember. It's if old school. I, it looks. The animation looks almost identical to um. Full metal jacket, or full metal panic. panic. 2010. Yeah, panic I panic. think 2010. I think I watched this weekly. It came like, out in 2010. It looks yeah. so much older than 2010. I watched it and then I read it and then I watched the OVAs. Like this was like I was a sophomore in high school. I was much crazier back then than I am now. Because this isn't freaking. That good. Oh, it it's so funny. Did you get to the school festival yet? No. What? Uh, I just I passed the Mamo B Gaoya. The, the rich person school. We did that. Oh, oh I, I would just watch the episode where they follow Usui around. Okay. I don't have a great memory of specific things, um, but it's a good show. Very trashy. Very trashy. Gotta love it. Yeah. It's cute. It's cute. Why are you watching it? Because it's cute? Because it's super cute. I don't know. So, I had a goal this week on Monday. You're trying to do an anime a week, right? I was, but then I started watching this. I wrote this past weekend, I didn't watch any anime. Um, I don't know why. I was kind of busy this weekend. No, you were, um, you you dropped, um, from the New World, right? Shinsekai Yuri? Okay. I think I got disappointed that Shinsekai Yuri was, like, so bad I didn't like it. Thomas, you didn't even get to the first time skip where they're all dating each other what the two guys start dating each other and then the two girls start dating each other and then the two guys break up and then the other guy runs away and like vanishes and you never see him again and then two others run away and then there's another time skip when they're 26 is this good is it good no It's very weird. I'm on episode 17. There's like 25 episodes. I should just finish it. A lot of those mole people. Did you meet the mole people yet? I think I met the like weird like giant rat human thing. Yeah. They're like very important. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It. It's Everyone's like they... dating everyone. And then children are dying. And then it's snowing. It's. There's a mountain. Then there's um, one guy's grandma is like the leader, and it's it's crazy. Yeah. See, if I like and stuff she's like Im- that, she's I immortal. She's actually immortal. Oh, uh, because that makes fucking sense. Yeah. 
yeah, my goal is to finish a series a week. But then I started watching that, and I really didn't like it. So I just, like, didn't watch it for three days because I was like, oh, I don't really want to watch it. And then I think someone in the Discord, it might have been Flammy, was like, if you don't like it, don't watch it. And I was like... You're right. <laughs> yeah, I was like, fuck yeah. But then I was like, oh, shit. It's Monday. I have nothing to watch. And now here we are Wednesday, and I've watched 11 episodes of Catch What Made Summer. My initial plan... So... I went on Hulu. I never go on Hulu, but I just, like, went on for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I forgot they had Brave of the Fireflies on there, and I've never seen it. So. That's my, a choice. I'm, I'm going to do this. I might not do it this week. Maybe I'll do it this week or next week. Um, I'm going to watch In This Corner of the World and The Grave oh, of the Fireflies back-to-back dead. nights. You're dead. And dead. see, one, if I kill myself. And two, if I don't, do like a compare or contrast kind of thing. Um, because they're similar-ish. Yeah, that's similar-ish. That's lo- That's a loaded thing. Um, I would give yourself more than ba- than like a day. I just bought a bunch of Ben and Jerry pints, so I'm good. I will say, for me personally, Grave of the Fireflies is like 50,000 times worse than In This Corner of the World. Um, Good to know. I don't know which one you should start worse with. Worse in that it, the movie's worse or worse as in like it's... Emotionally more devastating. Um, they're both great movies. I don't know which one's the better movie. I watched... Um, 2014, I watched Grave of the Fireflies, and I watched um, In This Corner of the World last year. So, I've seen that one sooner. Well, obviously, I mean, Grave of the Fireflies came out in, like, 89, and In This Corner of the World came out in 2016, so there's a bit of a, a difference there. Huh. Don't, yeah. don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Just, that's a horrible idea. I can't, I'm like, yeah, no. Um... Give yourself a week. Less than a week. A couple days. Don't do it back to back. Well, it depends. It, well, here's the thing. I you, mean, I could say I'll do it back to back, and then I watch Grave of the Fireflies, and I die between then and the next video. Or here's, then in the next movie. Here's the thing, though. I went to Grave of the Fireflies knowing nothing about it. Rip, you know that shit's gonna go down. Yeah. So maybe it won't be as bad. Like when you know it's coming. Like um, I forget in like freaking uh, clan ad. I didn't think it was that sad because I was like, the show's really sad. And then the sad stuff happened, and I was like, yeah, that's really sad. But I didn't like cry or anything. You know, Grave of the Fireflies is gonna get dicey. So maybe. You'll react to it in a different way. And do you know what happens in that movie, or do you just know it's sad? Great, the Fireflies? Yeah. I have no idea. I know there's it's post-Atom um, Bomb Japan, so I can only imagine. I know. You're dead. Yeah. Um, I, I know that it's... I can guess what's going to happen. All right, guys. Lots I'm, of melting and cancer. I'm taking applications for um, a new co-host starting this week. 
you have until next week to apply. I'll do a solo podcast the next week, and then um, in two weeks we will have our new anime double play. Is this, um, is this just assuming I'll be dead? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even worried about in this corner of the world. Grave of the Fireflies is some rough stuff Do you know how I'm going to die, Mary? You, you know what? This is morbid. Let's stop talking about it. Death I don't by Snoo Snoo. Okay. <laughs> Weekly reviews. Um, let's start with Mob Psycho. Okay. I don't know what happened in this episode. Thank you. Like, I'm so confused. Okay, cool. I, like, wasn't paying, like, 100% attention to it. And before I knew it, the episode was over and, like, some people fought. You're so dumb. And, like, I was like, uh, okay. I don't... Last episode was so cool. Why did I just, like, hardly watch this episode? Yeah, well, here's the thing. I I read about it. Um, last episode, the manga-only readers were very surprised because they were like, I can't believe the anime did that. That was insane. That was so intense. In the manga, Mob comes home and he sees the fire and he walks in and he sees the bodies in the middle of the chapter. So you find out what's going on like right after. Like Dimple goes, oh, yeah, those are probably just dummies, blah, 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 ah, panic. And then he leaves right away. Like... The manga people were like, why did they stop? Whoa, that was way more intense than it was actually. So the anime kind of inflated it and then, like, really brought you down because within the first 30 seconds of the next episode, he's like, oh, yeah, uh, it's probably fake. Don't worry. Let's leave. And then they walk out. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, was I, that? Why? I was I, kind of peeved. I, I want to see 100% mob. I expected this because it's Mob Psycho. It's a really sweet, wholesome show that gets into darker themes, but not as dark as murdering an entire family. I knew the family was okay. Like, Ooh. it was awesome to be hyped and like, oh my god, but I... And it's not like I looked it up and spoiled it for myself. I just knew, like, they're gonna be fine. Ooh. So, um, it was a, it was a very... Um, kind of, what am I trying to say, like, uh, Spitfire episode, like, a lot was, it was not very organized, a lot was happening. We go, we're, we, we leave the house, we're like, let's kill some bitches, we just find these random people that are psychics that burned down the house but didn't take the family, we beat them up, it's not it, we go into this, like, psychic stranger's car to Reagan, and we're working with old members of Claw, which were the bad guys in the last season that I watched so long ago, I forget, that um, got yeah. over themselves, I guess. And now we're Correct. working with them. And then um, Ritsu, my boy, is with the other bad guy. But now we're like, he's not bad anymore because we're trying to defeat his father, who's a psychic, who's trying to take over the world. And they kidnap the prime minister. And then Terukawa fights the guy, but he can use teleportation and he gets into his shield and freaking wrecks him. And then the episode ends. So there are two good guys that don't know each other are good. There will probably be a big miscommunication there, but we... those. Team Mob and Team Ritsu should be working together, but they aren't because they don't know the other's intentions. And then we've got the big bad, um, Esper's taken over the world, captured Prime Minister Sama. So a lot happened. It felt a little rushed. 
It was a little confusing. I kind of thought it was hilarious that um, the big bad guys, they go on TV and they're like, we're going to destroy the world. And Team Mob, they're like eating dinner and like playing games and they don't have the TV on. So they don't know what the bad guys motives are yet. (laughs) And the entire world knows and they're just like playing cards and eating beef stew. That was really funny. Wait, so we've got Claw. We've so got we have two claws. We have the old members of Claw who are now teamed with Mob, mm-hmm. and we're going to go up against the actual evil organization of Claw. No. no. Um, there's Team Mob, who has old members of Claw, who are looking for the people that kidnapped um, Mob's family. We have Team Ritsu, who is also working with the son of the head of Claw, who are actually good guys. The red guy, the red hair guy went to his house to take them and put them into safety and have Mob and Ritsu help him fight his father. But Team Mob doesn't know that Team Ritsu is also, is like a good, they're, they have good intentions. Oh, so, so then they're, the third party? The third, the, evil people? the third party is the red hair, spiky haired guy from Claw's dad who wants to take over the world. Ah, okay. Yeah. It, I think, big asterisk next to that whole explanation. It escalated very quickly. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, that's all I have to say about Mob Psycho. Am I disappointed? I'm a little disappointed. Um, The episode before was so great, and I knew that it was going to be like everything's fine, but it was a little bit of a letdown, just the execution. Um, Yeah. That's Maris' hot take. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of tough to follow up with two episodes ago when you literally start your episode diffusing everything that happened in the last episode in the first 30 seconds. Yeah. That was like, it kind of makes two episodes ago, the ending just look like clickbait. That's exactly what it was. That's why the manga only people were like, what? (laughs) What did they just do? But, um, it it was, it it, it was pretty hype. It was last week was like pretty great. So, just remember the utter shock, excitement, and bliss you felt watching that one. For sure. Dororo? Dororo. Okay. You said Dororo got you good, so I'll let you start. All right. So this this kid, this boy, this male, he ain't no boy. <laughs> he ain't no male. We're going to start there? Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't even, like, think... So yeah, it was to the I, point where, like, I, I was agree. watching the episode, and the nun was just like, oh, it must be weird traveling around with that little girl. And I was like, can't believe they screwed up that translation. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I immediately was like, oh, there was a typo in the subtitles. Weird. That's yeah. weird. I did not even, like, I was like, oh, huh. Yes, so, thank you. Thank you, Thomas. So here are my two things. One. Has this show been hinting at the fact that Dororo might be a girl? I don't think so. I, Maybe it has, and I'm clueless shit. I had no idea. There were some people in the Discord who were like, oh, I I kind of figured. And I was like, what? Yeah, Ganon said that. I'm calling bullshit, Ganon. Uh, How? What? I, 
at what point in this show did you go, oh, yeah, Dororo might be a girl. Maybe there were, and you're just next level, but I have no idea. Two. I, I didn't get it at all, so I'm with you. Here's my second thing. Uh-huh. Why? So what is the significance of Dororo being a girl? How does that change the show? Like, I mean, it hasn't yet. Here's the thing. Um, I mean, he saw, like, how his mother struggled. Her. Her. I don't know. Mary. No, don't Thomas. Don't. Genders. No, Tom. Oh, it's God. 2019. Yeah, but Dororo wants to be known as a boy. Is the name Dororo, like... I've Be never nice? heard I've never heard that name before. I think it's made up. There there's no gender in that name. Okay. It doesn't so matter. It doesn't what matter is the significance yet. Of Dororo being female. I don't know. I don't think it matters yet. It just happened. I mean I can't believe you jumped straight to here instead of all the crazy shit that happened in this episode. Nah, that other stuff doesn't matter. This oh is the God. important thing. Guys, um, whether Thomas lives or dies, taking applications for new co-hosts. I want to know, like, is this significant? Because I think are it you will just... be. I don't think it is now. This is also a 24-episode anime, so it might not come up until a bit later. But, um, I mean, right now, I guess, like, it's e- it's not like if Dororo... This is... I'm so sorry. It... If is a boy, no samurai is going to come up and want to rape him because How many I don't know. samurai are raping seven-year-olds? Is that a thing? I don't they know, but kids? you saw like with Mariko that she was like a, con- uh, a constitute, a prostitute. Wait, is that the girl who sings? And dies. Yes. Yeah, but she's like a woman, kind yeah, of. Yeah, but like there's the whole pillage thing. What do you mean she's kind of a woman? I don't know how old she is. If she's 16, then she's pretty oh, young. Okay, I understand. Yeah, I mean, she's young enough to be able to hide her gender. I thought it was a cool... I, I was, like, surprised in a cool way. I was like, oh, that's neat. I didn't even think, like, Dororo's a girl. She wears a short kimono. She wears a mini dress. That makes sense. I don't know. She has her hair up. Um, her voice is so young, it could be either. I just thought it was a cool thing. And I'm looking forward to seeing how this affects the show, how it affects some of the plot. Um, but it hasn't yet, and that's okay. But it's nice to, it's nice to know. It was a cool little thing they snuck in there. Yeah. For the record, I'm not, like, against Dororo being female by any, like, it, it doesn't really matter, right? Like, I just wonder, like... Is this going to be it? Is this, like, going to be the episode where they're, like, Dororo's female, and then it's just going to go back to, like, like, it doesn't matter? If it doesn't matter, then why have it? I totally think it's going to go back to that for a while until it comes up again. Yeah. I just want to see where they make it significant. Like, if you're just doing it just to, I don't know, be trendy or or something like that, then what's the point? This manga came out in 1968. It's not doing anything to be trendy. I didn't know it came out in 1968. We, we talked about this. It's by the creator of Astro Boy. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, this I'm was like 1964, it. so it's definitely not trying to be trendy. But yeah. um, I'm well, looking forward you get to... my s- point, right? Yeah. Is it just wow factor? I don't think so, but we can't confirm it until something actually happens. 
Okay. Well, do you want to actually talk about the episode, or is that yeah. pretty much covers everything? Um, let's just mention it a little bit, because it was a kind of important episode for our titular character. Dororo's past. Dororo's dead parents, um, die brutally. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty sad. Yeah, the dad thing was weird with Itachi, yeah. LOL. Itachi betraying everyone all the time. Um, it was cool how he killed the guy who killed him, though. He, like, hugs him with the spear through him. This is how you use a spear. That was, it was cool. Kinda, it was kind of weird, though. Like, they're, like, kind of hiding, watching this, but then they get spotted. But they're not really hiding. They're kind of just, like, sitting in the pathway. So... I don't know. Yeah. I'm not really sure what they expected, but... That, that was whatever. The mom... Yeah. The mom burning her hands to get the soup. Oh, yeah, that was really sad. That was cringe. And then she dies. In a field of red spider lilies, which, if you're interested, I wrote about the symbolism of those flowers in this episode of Dororo on moveslikeawad.com. That's a that's a plug and a half. That was great. I really liked this episode, and I saw those flowers, and I was interested, so I researched on the flower, and um, it's pretty crazy. It makes the episode a lot cooler. Yeah, yeah, this is a good episode. It was a very good episode, yeah. At times, the animation suffered, I felt. I feel that way about the show in general. I wish it looked... It looks good. I wish it looked better, but I did like this episode. Party isn't over... But I still want to dance. <laughs> I love that so much. I know that feel. Um, also, <laughs> oh, for, for those of you out there who don't like the Dororo opening, y'all dumb. Yeah, Mary's calling out someone specific right now. <laughs> I'm calling out half the Discord. It's a good opening. It's a good opening. I wouldn't fight people over it, but it's a good opening. I might right. fight people over it. I lost my mind the first time I saw that opening. I showed people who didn't even watch anime. I was like, you need to see this. And I was showing them the opening. <laughs> that was so cool. All right. Next anime thing, right? Shield Hero. Oh, yeah. Shield Hero. Um, oh, another cute girl. Literally. Chocobos everywhere. There are chocobos everywhere. I missed, like, the first minute. I was, like, wasn't looking. Is she a chocobo girl? No. She just really likes chocobos. Okay. So, um, if you thought two cute girls was enough, you were sadly mistaken. I know. And she's a princess. And she's a princess. And, okay, what got me mad about this episode is we're going to the church. We're helping our girl, Raftalia, the OG, the best girl. All's good. We get the holy water, and we don't use it right away. I would have fucking given it to her on the steps of the church. Drink this. You're dying of a curse. Instead, there's like, and then this guy's like, oh, shield hero. And the first thing you think is run? Maybe he wants to ask you something. Maybe he has int- information for you. He he doesn't. He's not. He doesn't have a weapon. But we instantly do a mad chase through town with a sick girl dying of a curse. I'm like, why are we running? Why aren't we using the holy water? 
what it was just it just made no sense and then moto motoyasu came best part of the episode fucked everything up um and then yeah, we're going i love him though not actually i just every time he's he comes in i'm just like this is gonna be fucking good he's he went from like main evil guy to a joke relief. yeah um and then we're in a safe place we're getting ready to talk about this thing and we still don't use the holy water what is this curse from is this from the the dragon thing they think they said it's from the dragon's corpse i want it to be from um i want her to be cursed i want them to use the holy water i want it to not work because the curse is actually from the rage mode that now fumi used last episode that's what i want that would be really good but this show is not really good so it's not gonna happen yeah, I that don't have much lit. to say about this. That would yeah. be cool. I don't have much to say about this show, though. This show kind of lost its graces with me. I'm just watching it. Sorry. That's it. I'm, I won't even say I'm watching it for a reason. I'm just watching it. I'm so sad. Feels bad, man. Um, but yeah, it was okay. I was reading Inuyasha while watching Shield Hero. <laughs> I was playing online poker. Yeah. Um, I'm on vol- I just finished volume nine of Inuyasha. It's pretty brutal. People die in horrendous ways in Inuyasha. This whole family just got murdered and they were oh, like it's a shoujo. It's it's so shoujo trash. It's it's the trashiest of shoujo trash. It's it's so it's like it's so uh, it's like snorting a pixie stick. What? Like, it's sugary, and it's, like, cavity-inducing sweetness. We used to do that in high school before big events. We, um, all the girls, we would chug pixie sticks. And we used to say that we were snorting the pixie sticks, but we weren't. We were just, like, shooting pixie sticks so we could get a sugar high and then go crazy during sports night. But that has nothing to do with anything. It was just a, a term I used. Anyway, Inuyasha's been really good. And, um... You can talk about Kaguya-sama now, speaking of shoujo trash. Oh, yeah. I, why am I the only one that remembers what anime you're watching? I, I watched this. This comes out, like, Friday or Saturday. So it's, like, a week of not really thinking about this show until I have to talk about the episode. And I'm like, oh, I've watched, like, 17 episodes of other anime before this. I gotta say, I don't really remember what happened in this episode, and I don't really think it's that important. All right, good talk. Yeah, this show is funny. I keep saying that every week. I'm just standing by it. I enjoy the episodes. Actually, I'll find out what was in the episode. Give me 15 seconds. I should prepare a little bit more, but I like kind of doing these things on the spot. That's the feel of the podcast. Um. Oh. Yeah, it was just three skits again. I like the skits. The one I remember is the main guy wants Shirogane, is his name. He wants to have the best grades in class. 
and the girl, Shinomiya, wants to beat him. And the guy wins. And she's so disappointed because she just wanted to beat him. I enjoyed that. It was funny. Obviously, I didn't say the jokes or anything, but that was just one of the skits. Okay. Well, a little a little tidbit for you, Mary. What you missing out on? Yeah, it sounds... You just made it sound so enthralling. It's amazing. I did it justice. Actually, oh, yeah. I didn't do it justice. That's what I was going for. There you go. Okay, so now let's talk about what everyone wants to talk about. I'm going to start. The Promised Neverland. Best episode yet. Yeah. This is my favorite right. moment in the entire show. Even when I was reading it. like, And I'm caught up. This is... This is when... I'm just going to say it. My favorite part favorite? of The Promised Neverland is when Mama breaks Emma's leg. Which is like super messed up. But that was the point where I was reading it and I was like, okay... This is cool. I'm really into this. I like it a lot. And then she snaps Emma's leg like a twig. And that was when I realized that this show is not going to hold back any punches. This show is serious and it's going to freaking go for it. And I like, I saw that scene and I stopped for a sec and I was just immediately hyped. I was like, oh my God, I still have like 40 more chapters to read. This is going to be amazing. And it's like the moment where I got genuinely, officially super excited about The Promised Neverland. So even at episode one, I was like, my favorite part's going to happen. And it was poor Emma getting her leg broken by Mama. But that was like the moment where I really started loving this series. And this was like the best episode. And the Sister Crone thing, they did an amazing job in the anime. I forget how they did it in the manga, but... The whole montage flashback thing was amazing. And Thomas, I can't really talk about it because no one knows what it is, but she took that thing and she put it in the drawer. Oh, you can say what it is. We saw her well, do but, it. Yeah, but do they know what it is? It's a they pen. just know Okay, yeah. I, then you said it. The pen. The pen. I'm so excited. <laughs> Mary's obviously giving emphasis to the pen for some reason. Something to look forward to. Uh, the pen. But yeah, but yeah, this is this is kind of like the height this is the p- of the. Sh- this is probably yeah. my favorite part of the show as well. This hey! through like the end of this kind of arc, I guess, is really cool. And this is why I think Mama is such a great character. Is that I said this last week? She she hasn't really been a factor. Like she randomly will do things, but it seems like their plan is working, right? Like Mama doesn't know. They snuck yeah. into her room, they checked out her recording devices, they set up this whole plan. You make it seem like they're doing well, when in reality, Mama's got this so under control, and they've got no shot. Yeah. And you just find out all in, like, one episode, which I think it was only, like, a chapter or two where all this happened. Mama just schools Ray... Rex, Emma. Oh, yeah. Norman, and then you're getting shipped, boy. Norman's getting shipped. And then, um, and Crone dies. All within, like, each main factor of this whole plan just gets pooped on. Yeah, Mama does a, uh, she does Crone dirty. She does the kids dirty. And Mama wins. 
Mom gets her And one. she's like, guys, I love you so much. Breaks her leg. Oh, Emma, it's okay. It doesn't hurt ba- that bad. I'll carry you back. And she's like, see, you're just going to fucking lose anyway. And it's like, goodbye. Oh, man. And Gilda and Don are, oh, man, it is, it's good. And the episode comes out tomorrow. So it's like, hell yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I even know what happened, and I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, man. I want, mm, I can't say anything. Mm. Oh, but you caught up in the manga, too. Yeah, the manga's fucking badass as shit. Holy Cracker Jacks. Like, it's so cool. The manga's so good. I said, I've been saying this for, like, two weeks. This is, like, the best thing I've watched. This is probably put the, this show, I put the most feeling into outside of, like, One Piece since I watched A Silent Voice. Wow, wow. Words. Wow. Yeah. I would say I will say that. I mean, this is easily in the top five of my favorite manga I read in the last five years. Yeah, I mean this might be in my top five manga I've ever read. It's really good. It might Man, be Man, I love watching everyone squirm. I love it because usually, I mean, I'm usually I read the manga for things a lot, but usually people like online and stuff, they're like, "Oh, just wait till you see what happens next." And now that person's me. Mwah! <laughs> oh God! Yes, I'm freaking out here about a pen, and no one knows why. Mwah! <laughs> Take a potato chip and eat it. And eat it. So, um, but speaking about the promised Neverland, and this kind of also folds into Dororo as well a little bit now, a little random thing we didn't plan. Thomas, why don't you talk about the topic of the week? Oh, right, right, right. So, this week, we're going to I have feelings about this. I have feelings about this. I don't really have feelings about this, which is why it's kind of interesting. This was like more of a question. I was yeah, thinking, I think we're both going to agree. I think we're both going to agree, but let's go for it. I was thinking about The Promised Neverland, even Dororo, like, now. Now. How, literally in this instant. We'll look at Shonen Jump, and we always have male protagonist characters. Shoujo's have female protagonist characters. Now we have The Promised Neverland, which is doing really well in Japan in their rankings. It's Even in America, it's doing really well, right? Um... But it's a shonen with a female lead in Emma. Obviously, it's kind of like Norman Ray in Emma, but Emma's kind of like the the main character. And the question I'm posing is, does a shonen lose something with a female lead? Does it feel less shonen? No. Mary says no. Good talk. All right, guys, that's episode 95 <laughs> of Anime Double Talk. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. I don't think so. I mean, the whole thing about Shonen Jump, it's manga for young boys. Boys between the ages of, let's say, 10 and 18. That's a wide range, but whatever. I mean, if Death Note was Shonen Jump, this could be Shonen you mean Jump. 10 and 24, because I'm 24. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, but here's the thing, like, I feel like... The con one saying something's for a boy and something for something's for a girl is so not 2019. It's equality, baby. But um, 
I still think even with a female protagonist, I still think the it's still like it's still not a romance. Basically, if it's a shoujo air quotes that you can't see, it's like a slice of life romance. And this isn't it. This is like there's I don't want to spoil anything. There's action. There's fighting. There's fighting. There's intrigue. It's like a mystery. There's death. Yeah, like it's still a shonen. I have a list up right now of um, all the things that were ever in Weekly Shonen Jump since 1968. I'm going to see if I can recognize anyone that had a female protagonist or at least a female like mainer person than Rukia and Bleach. <laughs> I mean, she's as close to a protagonist yeah, about being a protagonist. Unless you have a show that, like, isn't about one specific character. Like, Ray has been in this show the whole time, you know? Yeah, but I mean, Emma is the face of the show. I mean, uh, I mean Inuyasha is a shonen, and Kagome is the Wait, main character, but it's really say? about Inuyasha. If you Google it, oh. it says... Keep going. Dr. Slump's a shonen. <laughs> now I'm just going to read you the list. Wait, you can't... Hold on, we have to go back. You were saying two weeks ago how Inuyasha is a shoujo, and then you literally just said... I know. I looked it up, and it's it was published in Weekly Shonen Jump. Oh, get right. But it, that doesn't mean it's not a shoujo. Yes, okay? it does. <laughs> it could be in Weekly Shonen Jump and be a shoujo. It's a shoujo. Anyway, so, okay. Okay, Inuyasha's a shonen. Woo. The fireworks go off. Congrats, Thomas. Um, Kagome's the main character. She is the main focus. The whole show, the whole series follows her. Technically, she's the main character of a shonen, but it's called Inuyasha. And he's the guy. I've been talking about this. What do you think? I said no, I don't think having a female protagonist matters. Well, what do you think? I, I want to hear I guess I want to hear more about why, because I'm not really I mean, sure myself. Like All the themes are the same. It's still, whether, let's just say Emma was, I don't, can't even, Emma was Ethan. It'd still be a crazy psychological thriller show about breaking out of a prison. All right, so I'm going to be a little... <laughs> I, like, agree with you for the most part, but I'm going to play devil's advocate because it's not going to be interesting if I just agree. Because you know I'm bad at arguing and you want to make me uncomfortable. No. That is not what I'm doing at all. So, if the gender of the main character doesn't matter, Mm -hmm. then why is this the only show that's, like, I don't want to say typical shonen because this isn't like, this is not typical show. Yeah, this is not Shonen Jump. But something in Shonen Jump, why is this one of a very, very, very few amount of things that were in Shonen Jump that are, that are, that has rather a female lead? Well, I mean, for a typical author, for a, um, words. At a, for a publication that's targeted at young boys to make it more accessible and relatable for your audience, you should. It would make sense 
if you want to be popular, to have a young boy be the protagonist. Um, but this guy didn't. That's why most Shonen Jump protagonists are boys, because it's aimed at boys. But yeah, it I feel makes like it more relatable enough... to the exactly. main character. But there's enough, uh, enough men, boys, male people, in this ensemble cast that having a female character... And like, oh, God forbid guys can relate to a female character, whoa. But... When you're a boy, it's just, when you're like a young boy, it just makes more sense to translate it that way. Maybe that's why Emma has short hair. She kind of looks like a boy. But the 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 author wanted her to be a girl for some reason. God bless. But um who knows? I didn't write it, but even if Emma was a boy or even with Emma as a girl, I still don't I still wouldn't consider this shoujo. You know, I mean, no. look at Banana Fish, two men as the leads. It's a shojo. No, it's not. Banana Fish is a shojo. Mary, you said Inuyasha was a shojo, and now it's not. Banana Fish was is not a shojo. Here we go. Ready? Banana Fish was serialized in Bisatsu Shojo comic from 1985 to 1994. What? It's a shojo. It's a it's a famous shoujo here manga demographic shoujo so okay then this is a good transition this conversation what makes something a shonen and what makes it a shoujo what is I the, mean, like i think banana when i think shoujo i think kaichoa meitama i think kaichoa meitama i think orange host club i think um love hina Full Moon, Fruits Basket. I think those types of shows, more dramas, more romance. And then when I think Shonen, I think One Piece. I think Yakuza No Neverland. I think more action-y, intense. but so far, Yakusoku no Neverland, thank you for using the name that I have known it as, um, is not action-y yet. What? Are you kidding? I mean, the anime, It's all yeah. people talking and staring at each other and freaking out. But you could say Death Note is the same way. Yes. But Death Note is very much a shonen. You could almost say it's like a... A seinen. Yeah. In some Yeah. I, I can't believe they got away with putting Death Note in Shonen Jump. Death Note is holy sh- holy shit badass. But where we draw those lines doesn't matter. Yes, but we're gonna draw lines, and I think people have different ways of drawing those lines, right? I draw it a certain way, where maybe you look at a show, you look at Inuyasha, and you say and say it's a shojo. It's more shojo, yeah. and I look at him like this is just like a traditional shonen. Granted, I don't know that much about it. Um, but I wouldn't look at it's, Banana Fish and say, oh, this is a shoujo. Because what I associate with shoujo manga is not even remotely similar to Banana Fish. Just because it's two hot dudes who are like BL doesn't... For me, that's like a, a mood point for the show. Well... Like, it's not a major point. Like, that's not why I watched it. Yeah. 
Fun. When published and marketed as a shoujo girls manga, Banana Fish's dense plot, heavy dialogue, and extensive action sequences led to it led it to attract a sizable male and adult female fan base. When syndicated in the North American magazine Pulp, it was marketed as a seinen young adult man male series. Um, somebody identifies Banana Fish as one of the few girls mangas a red blooded Japanese male adult could admit to reading without blushing. Hmm. I was like, red blood. What does that mean? I was like, oh, just like a normal human, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to pose an interesting scenario. What if My Hero Academia, if Deku was a girl, would, how do you think that would affect the show? Would My Hero not be as popular? Would it not be as shonen? Um... Or would nothing change? Do you think it would just? I mean, be just as popular? Every, everyone's going to answer this question a different way because everyone's grown up with different media. Like I'm, as a girl, I'm going to answer this differently than you would. Maybe. I mean, I don't really know what my answer is yet. But what? What do you think? Do you think <laughs> that could be female? For me, change? for me personally, it would not change. Maybe it would skew the popularity i don't know every human on the planet um but for me it'd be like emma or i guess i mean dororo is basically a boy but um i like this question and i was happy when you asked this question but you just keep asking me questions what do you think i mean i don't really know do i the- think my hero academia <laughs> like do i think i would enjoy it any less or more if it was a girl Probably not, unless some yeah. facet of the show drastically changed because of it. If everything else was the same, but Deku was just female the whole time, I don't think I would. Um, would it change everyone else's opinions of it? I would err if I had to guess. I would guess yes, but... I, I think it might even be more popular in this day and age. Look at this strong female protagonist in this flagship show. I think drunk maybe in the manga. United States, but I think Japan's a lot of a different place. I think like that's the idea of like that strong, independent female isn't as apparent in their culture. Like that isn't. I mean, just look at all the anime we watch. It's all doki doki. It's all mini skirts. It's a lot less like woman empowering I mean I'm watching Kaichiwa Maid-sama hey have, Misaki is a great class president you get out of here she is but I mean they have maid cafes and things like that I think she's poor she's doing her best for her family no, she's a oh my very God. strong I'm not saying that <laughs> I don't want like a strong female lead or that those figures shouldn't be apparent in like um, a country's culture but I just don't think they really are as much, which I think like that strong female protagonist, like people kind of eat that shit up in America. Whereas in Japan, I don't know if they do, you know, being diverse is really good, right? People like to see that. And I don't know. I just think people kind of get like a hard on for that kind of stuff. Um, and I think it's apparent too. Um, but I don't think that is, that same effect, I don't think, resonates as much in Japan. 
So I don't know. I guess. I don't know Japanese culture well enough. So you asked a question for me to answer and for you not to know the answer to. Sorry? So you don't know? The answer is you don't know? Well, I said my answer. I just talked for like three minutes straight. I know. So let's go back then to the main thing. I answered it. What Do you think... In the text you said you sent me about the topic, you said, do you think The Promised Neverland is less of a shonen because it has a female protagonist? What's your answer? Me? Probably not. Yeah. I don't view it differently. There we go. I knew we'd agree. Yeah, I guess when I think about this question, I don't think about, like, my opinion of it. I think about everyone's opinions of it. Whereas, like, I don't think it is. But how is... How does everyone view the manga and view the anime? Like, do people... I think what makes this less of a shonen is that it just It's topic. Yeah. It's subject matter. Yeah. This, it's like... Exactly. The subject matter is totally crazy. different than, like, My Hero or One Piece or Naruto or something yeah. like that. Um, I mean, here's the thing. I didn't even, like, bat an eyelid when I saw there was a female protagonist, it did not even cross my mind until you texted me for a topic. Like, and I've been reading this for like two or three years. I never even thought about it. Like, oh yeah, Emma is a female protagonist in a huge Shonen Jump series. Holy crap. Never crossed my mind. Maybe it's because I'm a girl and I always knew we could do it, but I don't know. So... I don't think it would change because I didn't even, like, I wasn't even consciously, like, aware that it was actually a thing until someone said it to me. Yeah, I, I think it's an interesting an interesting question. I want to go back to the point I made about the diversity market. I'm not saying that's oh, bad. Oh, for no, I don't, think, I don't think we should go back no, to that. No, I just want to say this I don't disclaimer. want people to Shut start hating you. I don't think that stuff's bad. I think it's good that there's diverse in the market. That's like my disclaimer. But um, why are you saying, oh, no? I don't want you to get anyone mad. This is a very sensitive topic. No, I'm saying it's good. I'm saying these things are good. Okay, I won't interrupt. Making strong female leads, having like um, like less privileged people, like minorities or things like that, produce content and it being proclaimed is good, right? Being mm-hmm. like... those different things those are good things for society sometimes do i think those things get like people view those things as better just because they they want to like i don't know promote that stuff sure i think that happens um i don't think anyone would say that doesn't happen right um but my point is that i don't think that um like though that sentiment isn't reflective in japanese culture as much so, like, having a female lead in America is, like, oh, this is really cool. Like, think of Sarah. Think of our sister. Like, Sarah loves strong female protagonist people, right? Yes. But I don't know if a lot of people in Japan share that same sentiment. They might be a little bit more socially reserved. Traditional. Yeah. So, that's my, I just want to go back to that. Because I literally said one thing, and Mary was like, "Oh no, we can't. You can't say something like that." But it's a turbulent society. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, this is 
this is what I, I hate about society. We have to have these conversations, right? You have to talk about it. If you're scared to say your opinion because people are going to get offended, screw that. You know, like, you have to have tough conversations and talk these things out to move forward. If we just, like, say you can't say this because someone might get mad, then then we're just, like, silencing voices, and that's no good. You have to talk things out. So don't tell me to not talk about a topic. It's good to talk about these things. That's my life I lesson. Didn't, I didn't tell you that, but okay. That's my I'm political just, spiel. I'm just choosing my battles, and I'm not choosing this one. So go, Thomas. Oh, yeah. It's our podcast. We get to talk people about come to People click on this and spend an hour of their day to listen to you talk. You can talk about whatever you want. Hell yeah. I agree. So that's kind of it, right? We don't think having a female protagonist really changes a, a show all that much. Correct. More the topic of the show is really more the defining feature and it makes sense why they make male leads in Shonen because males are going to relate to males more than females are going to relate to males. Yes. All right. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. I believe so. Yeah. Man, I can't wait for tomorrow to watch the new episode. I wonder, do you think they're going to do it in the next episode, the thing? The next thing? The next big thing? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. That changes... That changes the entire show? I don't know what you're talking about. <sighs> you do. I can guess, but I, I don't know. Yeah, guess. Just guess. What do you, do you no, think they're going to do No, I'm not going to say it. No, no spoilers. No, don't, don't say it. Mary is trying just, to convince me to no, say spoilers on the you podcast. You are such an asshole. Don't say it. Just tell me if you think it's going to happen next episode. But we don't know if we're talking about the same thing. But just tell. say no, it anyway. It won't. You don't? No, it won't. I think it is. I don't even know what I. I don't even have a thing in my mind. I just said yes or no randomly. You suck. This is Mary. We don't even know if we're on the same page. We can't speak. We usually in code. are. We're twins. Yeah, but we're not this time because I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, because you're not putting the effort in, guys. <laughs> oh thanks for God. listening to Anime Double Play. This is episode ninety-five. We had such a great time. <laughs>